We'd like to say good morning to everyone. We'd like to uh, welcome our online community, uh, House of Destiny local. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Let them know that you are happy that they are there, our online community. Today is uh, a, a milestone, I guess you might would say, for the House of Destiny. Uh, and it is because we have been here, and I, really it was in October, 15 years that the Lord has kept us. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 And most of the people that are here now and those that are listening online, uh, they do not know the origin of House of Destiny. So I want to share a few things with you. And then we also want to acknowledge some people that were here in the very beginning with us as well. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about um, as far as the origin of House of Destiny, I'm going to read you some things here. Uh, in 2003, House of Destiny really began as a disaster relief outreach ministry, uh, providing care for those that was hit by hard times from all types of natural disasters. Eventually, we became known in many places throughout the world for this type ministry work. Uh, we began partnering up with many world agencies like Feed the Children, which we received over, over $8 million in products and goods from them, and which we dispersed throughout the world, mostly in the United States. <clears throat> we also shipped uh, medicine to 12 countries uh, when the tsunami hit in Southeast Asia years back. Now, uh, understanding about our disaster relief, uh, I remember Dr. Manley had had a dream. He had a dream about three trucks, and that was a little small truck, and there was two big trucks, and House of Destiny was that little bitty truck. Amen. We had hooked up with the big boys. Amen. We just praise God for that. God can connect you with whomever he so desires in order to get his, his purpose done. Amen. And his destiny. And the next thing, we then partnered with Operational Blessings, and I'm sure most of you have heard about Operational Blessings, in which several millions of dollars in products came our way, and we passed it on. The church has also received the many blessings from these millions of dollars in donations. House of Destiny has always looked out for other people. When we promoted our ministry throughout the world, Dr. Manley and I never promoted ourselves. We always promoted House of Destiny ministry by name. And uh, I remember when we took the medicine um, uh, uh, over and when the tsunami hit, uh, we had received a tractor trailer load of medication, meds, and we didn't have anywhere to, to, to store it. We didn't have anywhere to put it at that time. And I remember we had went to this restaurant, and um, uh, in this restaurant we had this little cookie. You know how they had that little fortune cookie in that, that after that meal? Well, it was telling us about our destiny at that time. We really didn't know what we were going to do and what we were going to have to encounter. But <clears throat> when we received that medication, uh, the Lord allowed us to, um, a church in Gaffney, South Carolina, uh, we were allowed to, to store the medication there. It was over-the-counter meds. And, uh, of course, we had to move it immediately because there were some situations and circumstances that took place where we had to move it. Amen. And it was distributed all over the southeast. It was everywhere. And Dr. Manley said, well, what are we going to do? And I said, well, God's going to bless it. He, he gave it to us, so that means he's got a plan. And he did have a plan. We were able to, to uh, with, with Michael Freighter, uh, we travel. um, uh, to take over, over different states to take this medication. And when we got there, the guy said, well, I did not know that you all were coming with a tractor trailer load of over-the-counter meds. They thought it was some small something. But how many of you know we serve a big God? Amen. God don't deal in small. God deals with big. And, and while we were there, we were able to witness to someone there while we was at lunch. And that the lady was really, really going through. And so we were able to minister as well. And then we also want to acknowledge that thanks through the, the networking of JMT Express, and the owner is Christine Fowler and her trucking company and warehouse, we were able, uh, we, we were given the ability to pick up tractor trailer loads of food, 
clothing, and many other products. Now, Christine is um, is responsible for assisting us here in this uh, this building. Uh, She invested a lot of money. She helped us. uh, in fact, that there were some paintings and some things that was donated. She helped us financially in the very beginning, so we were able to do what we needed to do to able to carry out the Lord's work. And we're thankful and we're grateful to JMT Express, and they would go pick up the, uh, the tractor trailer loads at no cost. And, and we were very and still is thankful we allowed to use their warehouse and uh, at no cost. So God, God truly blessed us. Through that particular ministry, they also have a ministry, and we are able to, to utilize what they have at, at free of charge. And then the next thing I want to share about, in 2005, now, we began our assembly in an apartment building with Selena Fowler and Gerard Briggs. All right. Now, I want to say this. Um, we, we started off having Bible study. We weren't really having church. We were going to church on Sunday morning somewhere else, and we were having Bible study. But... Uh, as we came together, we decided that we didn't want to just have Bible study. We want to establish a church. So I do want to acknowledge uh, Minister Gerard Briggs. Amen. Raise your hand, Mr. Gerard. He's in the building. Amen. Amen. At the very beginning, this is where we started in their apartment. Amen. So we like to, one thing about House of Destiny, we don't forget where we come from or who was a part of the ministry. Amen. Because a lot of, a lot of times when uh, uh, churches continue and, and the one that started it off, uh, somebody else comes along and takes credit. Well, we, we don't do that. Everybody was relevant and important when we established and when God set it forth for us to go forth. And it was right there in, those apart- in that apartment that we begun House of Destiny when we set up and started having church services. So we could, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 For, for them allowing us to use their home to do just that. And then we moved, uh, three weeks later, we moved to Winfro Brothers, which is an office co- uh, complex on Gossett Road in Sparberg. I don't know how many of you know uh, the Winfro Brothers. It's a business. And they allowed us to use um, their, their conference room there, and we continued uh, having services. And that was in Sparberg. After that, three months later, we, we moved again to the Upstate Resource Center here in Boiling Springs. And we saved our money there because God kept telling us, listen, you're not going to be able to continue to do this for free. People are not going to continue to bless you, use that facility for free. We were able at that time to use that uh, facility for free. We were there for, uh, for one year. We're thankful and grateful for all those that contributed. Uh, we, before, once after that, let me, let me, let me finish. Uh, it says, uh, Dr. Manley, you know, he, at that time, Dr. Manley, uh, he was preaching. He was doing three sermons a week. We used to have services on Saturday, uh, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we had, and of course, you know, we, we did not take any pay because when God calls you, He provides for what we need. And then uh, we continued at the resource center for one year, and then we moved right here to this location. Now, this place here is our home. It's interesting because after that one year, we began to search for another place. And we came upon this place. The, um, Selena Ferguson and I, we, we came upon this place. And uh, when we got here, the weeds was growing up. And we said, oh, something must be about that church. Apparently, they uh, have moved out of something. Well, we didn't know. So we go across and we talk to the neighbors across the street. And the neighbor said to us, well, those people there that used to be there, they're gone. But he said something that was very interesting that we have never forgotten. He said, but it also has a revolving door. Y'all know what that means, right? People come and go. <laughs> it had a revolving door. So it already had that, that type of uh, um, thought behind this place. But when we came in, now when we came in, all the pews that you see were still here. The piano was here. It, it was already set up. The only thing that we added was the two rooms in the back, the office was added, the classroom was added, and it was amazing because all, a lot of the painting that was done, it, it was just beautiful. Uh, we came together. We was excited about what the Lord was doing. And even this podium here and the pulpit furniture was donated to us. 
It was donated to us for, by Buck Shows Baptist Church. And we're thankful and we are grateful to them as well. But God has a way that he, he can uh, bless us with what we need. And, and that's exactly what he did. Now, while growing through this assembly, uh, there's, much, there's been much blood, sweat, and tears. Even though we moved products and we assisted in disaster relief nationally as well as internationally. Uh, and give you some examples. For five years, this ministry helped rebuild the Gulf region. You remember uh, Katrina? Uh, we were able to assist them for five years with try to trade loads of supplies and all that. We were able to do that. And then we moved over 1,000 metric tons of products and food has passed through this ministry. And this and a lot more things has been done. And one of the main things also was the gospel has been spreaded, the gospel. For a number of years, House of Destiny had a broadcast on local TV, and Dr. Manley uh, was also picked up at that time by All Nations TV. Now, when we had the TV broadcast, there was a young lady that was, <clears throat> I don't know what was going on in her life, but when she saw the broadcast that was being aired, for whatever reason, God touched her heart, and she began to send her tithing and offering to support this church. So we did it for a number of years. And then the All Nations TV, what happened there, we, we, at one point we had to broadcast, we had to pay, and, and at the end of our time, uh, we had told them we were no longer going to continue, but they decided that they wanted us to stay on All Nations TV, so they said that we could continue for free. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. You don't get free TV time. You don't get free TV time. And it is still going on today. Dr. Manley has to upload it every week so that can air on All Nations TV. And, and we are excited about that. that. That was God's favor. And then we create the ministry that we call uh, Reaching the Masses Through Media. We have on an international front. We had our first international church was established in Liberia. Uh, the presiding pastor is Pastor Lawrence Anthony. We've sent Bibles. We've sent clothing, all that over there to the poor. Now, we had a sponsorship of an illiteracy educational program that we did in Quest, Haiti. And uh, Pastor uh, Manuel uh, Mercius, um, he is over that, uh, that ministry there, the church. It was set up during a time when I was traveling overseas. And the latest thing that we have, and, and the children will also review it, uh, we have a, health, a wellness and a health ministry program. And this is where we have distributions of, of, of vitamins to help build your immune system. And we have serviced numerous ch of churches in our location and in our community and been saving lives all over the world. We, we are thankful and we're, pray, uh, we're thankful and grateful for God for that. And the last thing I want to have here, the, the forgotten ones. Every year, with the history of this church, we, we take things out to the homeless. We bag up stuff and we distribute it to the homeless. This is just only a few, and I know that most people do not know the origin of House of Destiny. But by the grace of God, come on, let's give him praise. Amen. It was it's by the grace of God that we are still here. Amen. And now, because we are one that are reaching the masses through media, when you see the cameras and, and, and those in the media room, uh, it is going out all over the world, and people are waiting to hear the gospel. Now it's time for the gospel. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Good morning, church. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, once again, as we come before you, Father, as humbly as we know how, we ask God that you forgive us for all our sins, that you will continue to strengthen us, help us, and guide us, Father God. Father God, we may fall short many days and every day, all through the day, but Father, you have kept us. You have kept us in your hand. Your grace and your mercy has definitely kept us. So, Father, we want to give thanks to you this morning for that. And we ask in Jesus' name, as we have this anniversary, which is in the uh, sight of you, Father God, 
We give you the glory for allowing it to happen, Father. You have kept us all the way. And in Jesus' name, we definitely give you thanks and praise and your son for saving our souls. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. amen. <clears throat> Let's give God a hand clap of praise. It's good to see everybody here. <clears throat> I have an interesting word this morning. We're going to start out in the book of Genesis. Now we're going to go to Revelation. Let's go to Revelation first. 14th chapter. <clears throat> Our message today is entitled AI. How many of y'all know what AI means? <coughs> Artificial intelligence. Very dangerous thing. For a long time, We've read and we've studied a lot of things about the mark of the beast, the beast, the image, those that received the mark. <clears throat> we've pondered on it, spoke about it. But God is a God that has a living word. It's not a word that is encapsulated into one mindset, but it's always growing. The word of God is always growing. In us, the revelations that come forth is always growing. I want to thank the people here at House of Destiny. It's been a long, tough road from this point, standing here. It's been a long, rough life. Do you understand what I'm saying, church? I really do want you to understand that. The word of the Lord says, and the third angel coming out of Revelation 14, verses 9 and 10, Minister Briggs, it's an honor. God bless you. This is one of the originators. He knows what it is to fight the war within. And still try to stand for God while everything else is kicking you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Revelations 14 verses 9 and 10 reads, And the third angel followed them, <clears throat> saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead, which is in his mind, or in his hand. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. Which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels. And in the presence of the Lamb. I want to talk to you this morning about artificial intelligence AI. And we're going to bring it up from Genesis and we're going to go through, hit Isaiah, and then we're going to hit back the book of Revelation so that we can get some understanding on this prophetic word that's coming forth today. Within the next 10 to 15 years, AI will become what we call symbiotic. How many of y'all know what symbiotic means? Symbiosis is where two organisms come together as one for a mutual benefit. But the problem with symbiosis is that symbiosis always has to have a host. Now, sin is one organism. And man is another organism. They're both alive, correct? And through sin and man, there has become what we call a symbiotic process, where the two have become one. Now, you look at a tree, especially in this time of the year, you'll begin to see what we call 
mistletoe. Y'all know what mistletoe is, right? Do you know what a mistletoe is? Looks pretty, doesn't it? But it's a parasite, just like sin. And the tree, the benefit that the tree gets is that the tree to the, to the tree sees the mistletoe as being a beautiful thing. But the mistletoe is killing the tree. But the tree doesn't know it. And the two have become one and it's become what we call symbiotic. Two organisms that come together for a mutual benefit. Looks good to one. Sin looks good to us, doesn't it? But it's killing us because the wages of sin is death. Amen? It's a symbiotic thing. That's why, and I'm understanding more and more about sin and man, and I'm understanding more and more about why it took the blood of Christ, the blood of God Almighty himself, to try to release us from this symbiotic thing. Because I'm going somewhere now. Because it's so dangerous. So symbiosis in the life that we live in today has become a very treacherous thing. So God says here in his word, he says, now, if any man, man is speaking of the man that knows God. Because in the beginning, we were created in the image and the likeness of God. Until sin came, right? Amen? Amen. Now, sin brought in a different aspect. So, if any man worship the beast, which is also man, but this is man who does not know God, who does not care about God, because Second Peter 2.12 calls us natural beast. Jude called us natural brute beast. Well, Peter called us brute beasts. Jude called us natural brute beasts. Those that don't know God. Amen? So you've got two types here in the world. You've got man who knows God but still can fall in the trap of the beast. And then you've got the beast, which is man, who doesn't care anything about God. If you don't believe me, read Second Peter 2.12. And read the book of Jude. It's only one chapter in Jude, I believe. Anyway, he says that if any man worship the beast, which is the man who cares nothing about God, the Antichrist spirit, he doesn't like God. And his image, his image is the things that the beast or man produces. Amen? I'm going somewhere with you now because we're talking about a prophecy here. And receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. To receive his mark means to accept the product that man has placed before us and allow it to become one with us. Amen? I tell you now, I'm going somewhere with this thing. Now, let's go over here back to Genesis. Let's go to the beginning of it. See what's going on with Genesis, the book of Genesis. I'll teach you this morning. The book of Genesis, starting at the 19th verse, Genesis 4, verses 19 through 22. Tell me when you get there, please. Has this guy Lamech? Lamech is a descendant of Cain. Cain was of the wicked one. Lamech means powerful. When God made man, he made him a powerful being, right? He made him a little lord and the angels, right? But crowned him with all honor and glory. Did he not do that? The Bible says here, and Lamech, which means powerful, it's talking about man, took unto him, how many wives? Two wives. That means he took on two natures. He took on a spiritual nature and he took on a physical, a natural, a sinful nature. 
Two wives, wise women, they always represent the inner spiritual self or the inner condition of a man. That's why the woman came out of the man. The name of one was named Ada. Now, Ada means beauty. And the name of the other was named Zillah. And from my understanding here, the word Zillah means shadow. See, the natural man is a shadow. It's not real. It's not authentic. That's why in the beginning, when man sinned, God made coats of skin. Didn't kill, like religion tell you, didn't kill no animal. No, he put us in, he made coats of skin for us. The Bible says it. Religion will tell you something else. But this is what we fell into. So now we've got two natures. We've got the spiritual nature, and now we also have the natural sinful nature. Amen? Now, he took on two wives. The name of one was Ada which is beauty, the name of the other was Zillah. And Ada bare Jabal. The word Jabal means stream of waters. Do you know that you have a stream of water, a well of water rising up in us if we allow it? And Ada also had one named Jubal. Jubal means streams. Well, you can't have a stream of water if you don't have a stream for it to flow through. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. So these two came from Ada, which is the beauty side of us, the what we call the spiritual side of us, that stream of water. Amen? Amen. But look what happened in verses 22. And Zillah. Zillah means shadow. Look what she had. She also bound one called Tubal-Cain. Tubal-Cain is the most dangerous of them all. Tubal-Cain means I'm going to possess you. Tubal-Cain is a very dangerous individual and situation and an entity. Now, from Jabal and Jubal and Tubal Cain came what we call the three big industries of the world. Jabal, if you look there in verse 19 or in verse 20, Jabal, Ada, bear Jabal. And he was the father, the inventor of such as dwell in tents and such as have cattle, the farming industry was brought forth. Can you understand that? Jubal, in verse 21, and his brother's name was Jubal, and he was the father of all such that held the harp and organ. Here we have the musical industry that came forth. Amen? Are y'all with me? Then came the next one, in 22, Tubal Cain. And put verse 22 up there for me, y'all. Uh, and Zillah also bear Tubal Cain. See, see, she's a shadow of things. And she brought forth Tubal Cain, who was an artificer or an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And look what's happening here. And the sister of Tubal Cain was Naamah. Now, why are they bringing in the sister here? And I want you to look at what Tubal Cain was. Tubal Cain brought in what we call the iron and technological industry. Are you with me? This is a dangerous person here. That's why we're talking about AI. He didn't come from the beauty side, the spiritual side. Of Lama, of us. He came from the shadow side, the natural, the sinful, Zillah. 
And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Naomi because Naomi makes things look lovely to you. You see, the enemy makes sin look lovely to us. Amen? Are y'all following me this morning? Because I'm going somewhere very deep this morning with you. I'm going somewhere very deep with you. And if you miss it over here, you're going to miss it there. And if we miss it over here and miss it there, then we're in trouble. We're already in enough trouble as it is. We're in a lot of trouble. We can't even handle this one virus. Suppose God just decided just to throw one more. Or two more. Or three. But if we can't even deal with this, what would happen if he just decided, and he is, just to throw another one? Y'all follow what I'm saying here? We're living in dangerous times around dangerous minds. Tuba came. So Tuba came, he brings forth what this thing is called the industrial industry, the high-tech industry. I'm talking about AI. We're going to go back to this symbiosis in a minute. Remember that word, symbiosis, where two organisms get together Mm -hmm. for mutual benefit. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Uh, Second Kings, rather. Second Kings 20, verse 17, or verse 12 through 17. Second Kings 20. Verses 12 through 17. Are we there? At that time, are we there? Verse 12 says, at that time, Baradoc Baladon, the son of Baladon, Baradoc Baladon is the worshiper of Baal. He's running around in there with two bouquets. See, we're running, we're running a thread here. He's the king of Babylon, which is the king of confusion. Does not the world confuse us? Does not sin confuse us? Do we not confuse our own selves, our own silly selves? By the things that we do when we don't. Paul say, every time I go to do good, evil is there present with me. I still ain't figured out how to do good, yet though I want to. In my mind, I worship and I desire the inner spiritual self of God. But in my members, I find another situation. Find another war going on. It's always warring with me. Every time I go to do good, evil is there with me. Am I the only one like that? I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what the king of confusion does. It wants to send a letter to present to Hezekiah. See, see, Hezekiah means God is my strength. Amen? And what the confusion of the world wants to do is the confusion of the world wants to take away our strength that we have for God. Amen? So what it does is it inscribes things on our hearts. So you see this letter. That means that something that the enemy is trying to inscribe in us, you know. So, and it's trying to inscribe it in adversity toward the strength of God that is in us. You see, that's what it's after. It's wanting to weaken us. It's wanting to take us down. But Hezekiah, and this is after Hezekiah was added on some years to his life, if I'm correct about this. It says, uh, 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 the letter says, for he had heard that Hezekiah had been sick. See, see, the devil loves it when we down and out. Amen. The devil loves it when we sick. The devil loves it when we're weak. The devil loves it when we're confused. Do you understand that? That the devil begins to talk to us and minister to us the unrighteousness of itself when it finds us in a situation and in a position where we are not able to stand. Can I get a witness? So here it is. See, I heard you've been sick like it cares about you. 
And Hezekiah hearkened unto them. See, that's another thing we do. We allow, see, see, in our weak spot, when we're supposed to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, we allow the devil to come in and act like, well, if you, you just do this right here, it'll be all right. No, it won't. You're going to lose every time. There is no winning with the devil. He's a loser, and he wants to make us a loser. And Hezekiah hearkened unto him. Mm-hmm. And look what he did. And showed him all the house of his precious things. We're talking about God's things in this house. Amen. The silver, the gold, the spices, precious ointments, and all the house of his armor. Ooh. That's his defense. He showed him his whole hand. And there was nothing in his house, nor in his dominion, that Hezekiah showed them not. Mm. Tell you something, church. When we're in a situation where we're not thinking right, the devil reads us by our actions and by the things that we say. And he knows that we're in a position where he can come in and we'll show him everything we got. We'll show him all our strong points. We'll show him all our weak points. We'll show him all the good things that God has blessed us with. But he's there to take it. But he comes like he's there carrying about us. I heard you've been sick. Uh-huh. Well, that's an indication there that he's after something. And when we find ourselves not thinking right, when we find ourselves not doing right, when we find ourselves in a situation where, where we should be standing in the Lord consciously, we're adrift. And how many of y'all know that we just playing our show the devil too much? We, 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 we turn everything over. Because once you show him, he knows where it is. It's just like bringing a thief in your house. You know? The devil causes us to be things that God didn't ordain for us to be. Amen? Verse 14 says, Then came Isaiah, Isaiah is the salvation of the Lord, uh oh, the prophet, unto King Hezekiah. And he said unto him, What said these men? And from where they come from? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country, even from Babylon. Hmm. And he said, what have they seen in thy house? This, you see, this is what the prophet Isaiah, the salvation of the Lord, is asking Hezekiah. What do you show them? And, and Hezekiah answered, all the things that are in mine house have they seen. There is nothing among my treasures. Now, these are spiritual treasures because the Bible says in Corinthians that we have these treasures in earthen vessels. Amen? Amen. So, we find here that there is nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. And Isaiah said unto Hezekiah, hear the word of the Lord. And this is what I'm saying to us this morning. Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, the days come that all that is in thine house and that which thy father have laid up in store unto this day shall be carried unto Babylon. Nothing shall be left saith the Lord. This is a very powerful prophecy that's gone forth and God has declared through the prophet Isaiah 
that because we've succumbed to the enemy and because we've allowed and showed him all the treasures inside of us that God has blessed us with, God said the day coming that there's not going to be nothing left. Nothing. Let's go to Revelation. Revelation 13, verse 7 through 17. Revelation 13. We're talking about AI artificial intelligence and the symbiosis of it. What did I say? 13? Seven. And it was given unto him, verse 7, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints. Anybody been in war? And to do what? Somebody say, ain't over yet though. But boy, when that dog got you on the ground and it's on top of you and you wrestling with that sucker, it look like it's over, don't it? Because they get tough down there. Say so it's going to overcome us. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. Now we're talking about that beast. We're talking about that tuba cane. We're talking about that high tech. I tell you, I'm going somewhere with you. Because you're going to start viewing them things in your hand a little bit different. You know them things that's working this way into your life in a symbiotic way that you can't do without Oh, God, going to wake us up this morning. Now, what we do with it is up to us. But afterwards, you'll know. You'll know just what this technology is doing to us. Put that back up there for me, son. Next verse. Verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall do what? Worship. Whose names are not written in the book of life. Of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Now, don't get tricked on this. Whose name is not written in the book of life. Because if you read further in Revelation, you'll see that if you don't overcome, I'll blot your name out of it. So that kills your once saved, always saved lie that they've been telling you right there. Because in order to get written in, you got to be saved by Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lamb. And if you're written in, God said, I can also write you out. Now, that's the written word of God. So don't get fooled or tricked with this foolishness out here talking about once saved, always saved. That'll get you in hell quicker than anything else. I don't care what your doctrine is. I'm talking about what the Word of God says. I could care less about what you think or what you believe or how you believe. It doesn't make no difference. If it don't line up with the Word of God, then it's a lie. Amen. Next verse. And if any man have an ear, let him hear. Next verse. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Amen. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. But here's the patience and the faith of the saints. Saints, it's going to take a lot of patience. Next verse. It's going to take a lot of patience. It's going to take a lot of faith. And I know for a fact that during this time that we're in right now, our faith ain't where it need to be. Mine not, yours not either. I know it. That's why we got to stay together. That's why we got to pull together. That's why we got to assemble, not gather, but assemble together. And I beheld another beast coming out of the earth. There he is. This is false religion here. This is that garbage they got out here. He had two horns. He looked like a lamb. But he spake as a dragon. Next verse. And he exercised all the powers of the first beast before him. He caused the earth and then would dwell therein to worship the first beast, which is the things of man. And man himself, the corrupted one, whose deadly wound was healed. Next verse. And he 
doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. See, he can trick you with his little miracles that he do. Next verse. He deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. Everybody likes to see miracles, don't they? They always want to see something. They go to church to see somebody roll on the floor and act like they heal. Everybody want to see. You're going to see. You're going to see more than you want to see. I'm tired of lies. I'm tired of church lies. I'm tired of church doctrine that don't line up with God's word. It says that. He's going to deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast. See, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Mm-hmm. See, see, this is what religion does. See, see, religion has reduced our God to. He'll give you your stuff. And now, if the preacher ain't preaching to you about getting your stuff, then you're not happy with the preacher. You don't want to hear the truth. I'm talking about the church as a whole. See, now we're conditioned to hearing, when God going to give me that big raise? Or that new house? Or... Who's going to give me all this elegant stuff that everybody else got? See, that's how we equate God. And this is what the preachers are doing. They're preaching that stuff to you, you see. See, they're the, they're the ones who's feeding the beast and causing God's people to worship the beast. Because now we equate God with what he's going to do for us. Instead of him just being God. I'm still going somewhere with AI. Next verse. And he had power to give life. Look here. Talking about that false, that false teachings out here. You know that he looked like a lamb, but he spake like the dragon. He's in the pulpit, but he's speaking lies to you. He's telling you God going to do this for you. God going to do that for you. God going to do this for you. God ain't going to do nothing for none of us until we line up. And what he does do for us, he, we're going to lose it because we ain't lined up. So they give life unto the image of the beast. This image is them things you're holding in your hand. That technology. And them computers. And all this technical age, you know, anything you want, put an app on your phone. And they, they finding out how to get you. Every time you put an app on there. Every time you go search for something, they finding out how to get you, you know. And, and the church is giving life to this technology. Mm-hmm. It's giving life to it. Because that's the image of the beast. The things, his product. It's his image because don't nothing comes in a manifested form until you design it from within yourself. Even that right here. It was designed in somebody's mind before it was put on paper, before it was brought forth. But there it is. Amen. So the image of the beast are the products that corrupt man in this world produces. Amen. The tuba cane. Can I get a witness? That the image of the beast should both speak, but that thing not speak to you? What about that old thing y'all got in your house that you talk to? Yeah, that hoe. What about her? What about her? Yeah. You talking to her and she listening in on you. Uh Uh-huh. Recording it all. And you got it right up in there looking stupid because you're unaware of what it is that's happening. Amen? Amen. And look what else to do. Not only does he speak, uh uh-huh, 
Ask Google, okay, Google. She'll talk to you also. Real quick. Give you the answer. Won't it? She is setting us up for the symbiosis. It's setting us up. In 10 or 15 years, that thing y'all call, how many got an iPhone in here? Yeah, you the dangerous one. You prime sus, you, 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 you prime bait. Because you like to get the new ones, don't you? Everyone that come out. You don't? You used to. Well, praise God, you don't. That, that's far enough. Just use that one. Because I'm telling you, within the next 10 to 15 years, and it's going to be through iPhone, Microsoft, Apple, and all of them, they're going to come together, and they're going to bring this symbiosis. I'm, I, I'm about closing now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this thing up for you. I'm going to finish this thing up for you. And call that as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Mm-hmm. You're going to start worshiping you're almost there now. A lot of people right now will kill you over a phone. Was that verse 17 or is that another one there? Next verse, son. And he calls all, both small, great, rich, and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their... Notice which hand it is. Uh-huh. That's the hand that you receive with. Or in their foreheads, which is their mind. We're talking, now we're dealing with symbiosis. Now that's that mark. See that mark. See, 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 I'll get to that in a minute. Next verse. I want to get ahead of myself. And that no man might buy or sell or save he that had the mark. Save he that had the mark. You won't be able to buy or sell. Or the name of the beast or the number of his name. You ain't going to be able to do nothing because when this thing comes into play called symbiosis in this AI situation, artificial intelligence, then it's going to submerge with us as one. Just like sin has symbiotically come together with us as one. Amen. Mm -hmm. Look at Revelation 14 verse 11. Will you put that up there for me? <clears throat> See, I ain't got the hoop and holler. All I got to do is teach you. I'm going about my business. And the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they had no rest day or night, who worshiped the beast, that's the corrupt man, and his image, those are the things that he produced, And who received the mark of his name. To receive the mark of his name is to buy in to his product. Amen. Now here's what's going to happen within the next 10, 15 years. Probably 12 years from now. I may be dead and gone. Kind of will hope I am. I'm tired. I'm ready to go. I don't know about y'all. But I'm ready I've I've shot my course. It's time for somebody else. So it don't bother me. Because I'm tired. Put that back up there for me. Who receiveth the mark of his name, meaning that you buy into his product. Now this is what's going to take place. And y'all hear me real good. Talking about symbiosis. Symbiosis is two organisms that come together for the mutual benefit for each other. Not realizing that one is a host and one must be destroyed before it's over. This mark where we buy in to his name. You can take it off now, son. What's going to happen in the next 10 to 12, 15 years, and like I said, I think 12, is that they're going to come out with a phone and with a computer and with everything that has to do with technology, including that right there that you play, that piano, anything 
that's got to do with technology. What it's going to do is, what they're going to come out with, is that they're going to symbionically bring it into your system where you won't have to press, you won't have to talk, you and it will become one. It'll be alive with you, you will be alive with it. Hear me. So all you'll have to do is think about what you want it to do. Your oven, all you'll have to do is say, cut on, think it. You don't have to tell it. See, they already got it where you can talk to it and tell it. But the final symbiosis is when they bring it forth and they tell you now, once you put this app inside of you, this chip, this thing, now you hooked up with everything. And now you don't have to do anything physically. All you got to do now is think it. You become a robot. That's why it says that if you take the mark of the beast, you got to take the mark. You got to receive the product and receive what it is that they designed it to do for you. And once you do that, it can't be retracted because you're not an individual human being anymore. Now you have become one with another organism and it's become one with you. And it's going to live with you and it's going to be alive in you and you're going to be alive in it. And it's going to romance you and you're going to romance it because of its technology. And all you're going to have to do is think. About what you want it to do. Car start up. You ain't even got to say it. All you got to do is. That's the point of no return right there. That's the point. When, when, when that happens. Within the next 10 to 15 years. I'm telling you. Technology from tubercane is is running fast. Now, all this stuff came from those angels, the 200 angels that came down and sat upon, I think it was Mount Horeb or one of those uh, mountains, and they taught people all this stuff. They taught them how to do all this stuff. And technology was one of the most dangerous ones that they could have ever taught us. Because it's running rampant now. It's non-stoppable. You can't stop it. Only thing that you can do is don't let it stop you. I've never respected money. That's why I ain't got none. And I've never respected phones. That's why I don't have one. I don't want nothing on me that's going to do me the way those two things are doing, people. Those phones and that money. Those things are just too dangerous for me. They're not good for you either. But you don't know it yet. See, because it's a product, not of God, but it's a product of the beast. And soon, you won't even have to reach in your pocket for money. If you got any, all you'll have to do is think. And your bill will be paid. Whatever you want to go into whatever account you want it to go into. All you have to do is think it. But when it gets to that point, we're at a point of no return. Whoever takes that, whoever accepts that aspect of technology will be doomed because God will be completely out of your existence at that time. And now technology will be your God because now it has become a symbiotic thing. The two have become one. Now God was able 
to deal with the sin situation through his blood, even though we still sinners. But there is no retribution for the symbiosis of technology that a lot of us are going to fall for. Y'all understand what's been spoken up in this morning from God? I'm not trying to make anybody feel good about anything. I'm just trying to get us to understand what time we're living in and the danger that we're living in and the things that's coming on us. Our biggest enemy is not coronavirus or Biden or Trump. None of that. That's not our biggest enemy. Our biggest enemy is this world system that the beast is bringing forth. These products that the beast, these images, these products that he's throwing out here at us. And the next thing is those of us who's going to receive that mark. Because the mark is where we come together as one with technology. It's going to live in us. We're going to live in it. And eventually, technology living inside of us is going to begin to rule us. Because technology is going to figure out a way to take over. Just like man tried to figure out a way to take over God. What we've created is going to find a way to take over us. Amen. Amen. Y'all give God some praise.